So if there are any, p- 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 or yeah. <laughs> wow, he's gonna know. Everyone just turned it off. Welcome to A Work in Progress with Mark and Pete. I'm Pete. I'm Mark. And we're doing a podcast. We are. What number is this? Nine? This might be nine. I think this is nine. Kind of a big deal. It's kind of a... Imagine when we get to ten. Bro, double digits. I mean, it's only a week away. Double digits. It's very exciting. It's so a lot exciting. of people cringed at me just saying double digits. Double digits. Probably one being if my brother listens. Um, I saw a, a video today about a guy saying that... Um, of podcasters, yeah, 1% make it past episode two. Seriously. And of that 1%. Wait a minute. 1% of podcasters make mm-hmm. it past episode yeah, two. Yeah, because if you think of most people like saying like, oh, we're going to start a podcast, they just, they just quit. It's just, yeah, it's just like a one-time thing. Then. Yeah, maybe it was 10%. It might have been 10%. But then there's another one where it was like, of that, let's say it was 10%, because I can't remember exactly. Of that 10%. Only like another ten percent or one one to ten percent, uh, make it to twenty one, make it past twenty. Really? So I wonder why that. It's just consistency and people like you know like this would be fun, but they don't stick with it. Yeah, you know, just like anything, like oh, I'm going to read this book, and you, yeah. you know, you just don't. You get to page twenty one and you stop. <laughs> exactly. So if we get to episode twenty one, apparently we are in like the man, we are the elite the podcasters. Then of like perseverance. Wow, can we say that we're professionals? I think so. <laughs> At that point, I would like to. Once we get to episode twenty two, I mean, we got a setup now. We do. It's cool. We're eventually going to paint. Yeah, and like we have lights, we have mic microphone covers. Yeah, we have these cool stands that look like people that our professionals have. That's right. We're not professional, but we couldn't appear to be. Mm-hmm. Right. That's so right. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, the yeah, we'll paint the walls at some point. Purple is my favorite color. Well, looks good. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate it. But yeah, so I mean, once we get to episode twenty-one. Yeah, we'll have to like throw like a podcast party or something. A, a pod party, sure. Pod party, party yeah. cast. Yeah, I like it. Potty cast. <laughs> Potty cast? <laughs> doesn't sound great. <laughs> doesn't sound great. No. Not at all. But it is fun chatting with you. Yeah. And I can do that 21 times at least. I'm, that's why I genuinely think like this is fine. And I know we've said it before, but uh, we can have two listeners mm-hmm. and it's fine with me. Cause I, me. <laughs> yeah, us listening to ourselves. <laughs> but like I just want to chat with you on a regular basis anyways yeah so like this is like therapeutic and fun and enjoyable and it's also entertaining and lighthearted and like dude all the things like, yeah to have it is i think i'm so spoiled i think more especially like grown men mm. could use somebody to talk to on a regular basis oh, without a doubt. that has a good baseline of who they are and understands their struggles and can somewhat relate because um you're also like a peer Mm-hmm. You're a little bit older, a little bit wiser, mm-hmm. but in general, you're a peer Zeus. and all the pastors I've grown up with as a kid are like, you know, like they're in their fifties, sixties when I'm yeah. a teenager. It's like, I appreciate what you have to say to me, but you also don't know what, like you not on my level currently. Yeah. Right. Um, and a lot of pastors, their mentality is like to not, not be approachable necessarily. Yeah. So. That can be that, that feel a lot of times, yeah. not always. And every church is different. All yeah. pastors are different, but in general, Absolutely. It's just good to have somebody who's like cannot relate. And I love that I can just have like a friend. Yeah. Like pastors rarely have friends. Yeah. 
like a pastor that has a friend. That's like special. That's pretty cool. That's special. Like a friend who's not a pastor. Yeah. But like who still listens to me and understands and is willing to have conversations like that is, man, that is like, if you're a pastor watching this, you know, like how special that is. I think we got something pretty cool. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Speaking of pastoring, I wanted to bring up, uh, it's Holy Week. It is Holy Week. Today is Monday, Thursday. Yeah, when we're recording it is, yeah. It's it's like been a weird day. You know how all days have kind of like have a feel? Yeah. Like it feels like a Monday or whatever. Today, this morning, it felt like a Monday to me. And I brought that up to the morning workout class and a couple other people were like, yeah, it feels like a weird day today. And I didn't even plan this, but I was like, it does feel kind of like Monday because it did. And I was like, but it is Monday, Thursday. And like Sweet it was 5 a.m. and everyone was just like crickets. So I was like, ah, I get it. It's <laughs> early. Better. Plus, I don't know if half of them know what Monday, Thursday even is. <laughs> what well, so, is Monday, and, Thursday? Yeah, but um, It feels like a Monday. So tell me a little bit about what like a pastor life, what your life is like different this week than a regular week. I'm sure it's busier. I mean, it's a little bit busier, but um, I mean... At least I try to go through the rhythms that I encourage the congregation to go through. So this week should be a week of of preparation, a week of um, surrender, and a week of relying on the Lord. And um, so those those are practices that should be done in the life of every believer. Did you bring us waters? Pastor. I got you a water. <laughs> I wanted you to have I don't a water. Know. You know, they say like the only time guys get flowers is at their funeral. <laughs> And it's like really depressing. And then make people are like, oh, I should get a guy flowers. It's like, you should, first of all, get your guys flowers. That's right. but I was like, this, like you just put a water here for me. Yeah, I'm like, this is the nicest thing anyone's ever done for me. <laughs> it's not, you to but I love you. It, yeah, it makes me feel great. So thank you for this. I just spilled water. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Can't take me anywhere. We're gonna j- stop watching this live <laughs> or right. on the video and just listen to oh, it. Oh, this is... I'm, I'm in shambles. We're just two guys <laughs> spilling water. Spilling I water. Spill on me too. I got a stain. I got a stain on my sweat. That makes my you hoodie. feel better. Thanks. I got a stain right here because I'm just an adult father with children. It happens and messes, and the car is always going to be messy, and yep. I've accepted it. So, so many of my shirts have spit up on them right now. Yeah. Well, you got a, new, a newborn essentially. Still. Yeah. It would be weird if I didn't have a newborn that spit what? up on me. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's that. Um. How old is, how, I have a question and we're going to go back to Monday, Thursday and Holy <laughs> Week. I don't want to go away. But when would you consider a newborn to no longer be a newborn? Like what age? Uh, for some reason, three months. I don't know why. I think that feels right. Yeah. I think that feels right. Cause you're so tiny still. Yeah. At like two months and change. Exactly. You're still so tiny. I would say. I think like at three, three months, you're getting some serious girth. Yeah. You're getting mm-hmm. a little thick. Yeah. You're getting a little bit of weight, hopefully. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think three months is probably correct. Yeah. Annabelle is getting weight. Like she's so the doctors have her on like this high calorie diet. <laughs> and and so like, but it's all going to her cheeks. Oh, yeah. So her cheeks are just like exploding. <laughs> is she swallowing the food? <laughs> That's right. She's just packing. She's open up her mouth and it's just going pouring out. Yeah, she's just hiding it, holding it for later. <laughs> you can eat that. There'll be more food, Annabelle. That's right. You, you don't can have eat to it save now. it. It'll be fine. <laughs> Trust us. That's right. I know we don't look like you, but eat it. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I don't know. These guys are sketchy. They don't look like me. Oh, man. That's funny. 
Anyway, so um, Holy Week. So Holy Week. So so I try to go through the same rhythms as everybody else, um, and and have those times of contemplation and have those times of of quiet and rest and surrender and those prayers of of reliance and mm-hmm. um um and then also just reading through the passage and spending Thursday dwelling on um the the Last Supper and 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 everything that that encapsulates and then Friday going through the story of the crucifixion and dwelling in that mm. there's the the logistics of having additional services and things like that and you, are you just writing. adding one like the good friday one we're just doing a good friday service and an easter the sunday normal, service it's yeah. a t- normal sunday service time yeah normal okay. sunday service time yeah so we just have the additional and it's just a family service on yeah. good friday but um so there's there's those logistics of, of volunteers and things like that but mm-hmm. um but the most important part is that my heart is in Passion Week, along with the congregation's heart in Passion Week. Yeah. So, do you know what Monday st- means? I should. I don't know what it means. I should. I'm just curious. Um, yeah. Is it? No, because Palm. I was thinking of when Jesus is riding the donkey, but that's Palm Sunday, right? When they yeah. put all the palm branches yeah. down. Yeah. That was last Sunday. Yeah. I want to read you something. Okay. Real, real quick. So you stall while I pull it up. Oh, okay. So what do you call a dog that can do magic? What do you call a dog that can do magic? A labracadabra door. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> Tell me another one. Um, I recently found out that I can cut wood just by looking at it. Hmm. You might not believe me, but I saw it with my two eyes, with my own two eyes. I saw it. Yeah, it's bad. That was good. That was <laughs> it's good. pretty bad. That was good. The worse they are, the better they are. <laughs> um, man, I'm having trouble finding this. What are you trying to find? Uh, a poem. A poem. Yeah, that mm. I think is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It has to do with Easter. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently saw a mother who had been doing like dad jokes online. She was like, I, I, I'm, a, I'm not even a dad, but I'm doing dad, dad jokes. jokes. And she, and the lady, she's like, like, yeah, she's like I'm a faux pas. <laughs> That's funny. All right, I have it here. Okay, we got there. Ready? Can I read it to you, please? Amidst the lilies in the springtime breeze comes a day of celebration, a day of peace. For Christ has risen, triumphant and free, and all of creation joins in jubilee. The cross once stood, a symbol of pain, but now it's empty, a victory gained. Death could not hold him, he broke every chain, and now we too can rise again. The tomb is empty, the stone is rolled away, the darkness of sin has been turned to day. For Christ has conquered, he's the life, the way, and now we too can boldly say, we are free, we are forgiven, by his grace we are now living. In the light of his love, our hearts are driven to serve and worship him who's risen. So let us lift our voices high in praise and adoration. Let us cry, Hosanna to the king who lives alive, for he has triumphed. He has arrived. Easter is a reminder of God's great love that sent his son from heaven, heaven above to save us all and bring us home to live with him forevermore. Good poem, right? That was outstanding. Can I tell you something? This yeah. is crazy, and this might lead to a different area of conversation. Mm-hmm. But that was written by that chat GPT. Whoa. So the AI generator? Yeah. So like I put, write a Christian poem about Easter. 
and this AI thing wrote this poem. That is wild. Isn't that wild? Yeah. I've, <laughs> I don't think I like that very <laughs> That's much. It's fishy. I don't care for it personally. But it's just, oh my word. And I've, I've, I've been messing around with this chat GPT and it's, mm. it's crazy what it can do. Yeah. Yeah. You sent me it's kind crazy. of like a mini sermonette. Yeah. That, that it wrote. Speaking of, I have to do a wedding tomorrow. Ooh. Uh, tomorrow? Well, actually the, the um, wedding rehearsal is tomorrow. And the wedding is on Saturday. Ooh, okay. So I should just chat GPT my you opening just chat prayer. And say, hey, yeah. What, you have an iPhone. I do. What, because uh, there's like a hundred apps is there actually one that says chat gpt or like which one did you do i think there is uh but you have to pay for the app i just did it online they have a oh. website this oh year. like a website on your laptop yeah okay yeah because i tried a couple yeah and it was all like you had to pay for it yeah and i don't know why but paying for apps on my phone even if it would help me tremendously yeah i i won't give up 2.99 no, for an app that could change much. my life because there's some sort of like principle of like it should be free that's right like i will babysit your kids this app is like i will babysit your children right. and allow you to you know do whatever you want with your life i'll fold your yeah. laundry wait i got to pay 199 for this app minute. just let me watch ads <laughs> <laughs> Just let me just let me skip through ads and wait for the little X to pop up. I'll stare at it for ten seconds. Find the hidden X. Oh, it's that's so up there. hidden, man! And you then, can never find and it. Then, oh, is that it? It's a little. Oh, it's about the same shade as everything else. I think that's. Oh, now it takes me to the landing page. Landing page for oh, the app. Oh man, I'd rather have that yeah. happen than enter my credit card information. Then spend a dollar ninety nine for an app to watch your which kids. Which two years ago, now with inflation, is actually like twenty five cents. <laughs> <laughs> it's the principle. I won't do it, dude. There's gonna be there's gonna be like AI babysitters, dude. I'm crazy. The funny thing is, in probably just a few years, this conversation will be laughable. You'll be like, "Oh, this thing was Chat GPT." Oh yeah, that's crazy. You're like, "Oh, remember when Chat GPT was like a thing? First came out <laughs> before we had robots in our house before that did everything robots. for us, and we thought Chat GPT was so cool." Yeah, that is interesting or scary because you could have a. I'm pretty sure, like, not long, you could have AI just like write novels. Oh, like, hey, yeah, come totally. up with a really cool or original thought idea of a new, like, well, Lord that's what I was thinking, like, like a Lord of the Rings. So, or, with uh, this poem, I legitimately like, consider like posting it online mm -hmm. and like citing like ChatGPT at the bottom. Well, technically, <laughs> since you put in the prompts, prompts, is that your poem? I don't, that's what I don't know. <laughs> I think you still have to like cite it. It's definitely not yours, but because the internet wrote it. But like, it didn't exist before you, you searched or entered the stuff. Like it was created because of me. I created it. <laughs> sure, with the AI's help. So maybe it should be like yeah. by Mark Burkholder and ChatGPT. And ChatGPT. Interesting. Um, but yeah, but like that sermonette I sent you, I sent you like a sermonette for Palm Sunday, mm -hmm. and it was fantastic. It was very good. Like, I could tell because I did read it. Uh -huh. I could tell there was a little bit of inorganic clunkiness clunky There's a little bit of clunkiness tell it was kind of you know yeah um it wasn't as smooth as like a human could do yeah but overall like the flow like the topics and the wording and stuff yeah. like that it was good but and like you, if i if i just preached that like yeah. i don't think you'd know uh, probably I don't not think you'd know and that's why i was telling my dad like there are so many so um, there's so many preachers out there who 
who aren't very gifted in preaching. <laughs> and like, that was a better call. Like I'd feel comfortable someone preaching that sermon at, at a Bible study yeah. for our church or something like that. Yeah. And so he was like, maybe it's going to make pastors lazy. And I was like, maybe it will. Maybe it'll just raise the quality of maybe preaching too. Be better. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the, the, the trade-off is like performance or uh, execution could be better but your creative juices and organic oh, original thought processes are going to suffer because you don't have to work that muscle. Oh, yeah. But like you're, you might have phenomenal sermons, but since you're not like putting in the effort, you're just proofreading what yeah. the internet wrote for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those, those muscles yeah. will die. And that's where like using it that way struggles. Yeah. But like some of the ways that I've used it are like, um, create a video idea for this. So I, I legitimately did write a um, write a trailer for um, a work in progress by Mark and Pete, and it gave me like this awesome trailer of like what to say, okay. and it's like really good. But other ways that I think it's best used is so I used it like what? How do you play this game? And it gave me the detailed instructions mm. real quick. Or oh, I should use it or, for like how to edit shorts and TikToks and yeah, dude, reels it totally and stuff give you, because instead of searching the internet, like you just put it there yeah. and it gives it to you. Wow. I, I put in how does a car work? Cause I don't know how a car works. Yeah. <laughs> and it gave me like, I under, I kind of understand how a car works now. That's pretty cool. Cause it like, yeah, generated this thing. It was crazy. That is crazy. But that's, I'm done geeking out now. No, that's, I, I think it's very fascinating. It's just, uh, Whenever there's new things, scary. It's always the fear of what if the yeah. worst should happen, yeah. which essentially is Terminator. You know, mm-hmm. humans versus machines at the at the yeah. end of it all. Yeah. Um, but anyways, going back to Holy Week. Oh so. my! <laughs> right. So so um, yeah. So so this week is an awesome week for Christianity. It's it's um, it's a celebration and a culmination of hope. It's the week. Yeah. It's, it's like even if Christ was born, if there is no crucifixion and resurrection, yeah, it was all for naught. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so pretty cool. So there's, and I think, um, I think Christianity has kind of put itself in a box a little bit with like what Easter is and and. Can I vent a little bit? Go. So I don't know how big of an audience this is for, but it's for me. Yeah. Um, it it frustrates me how churches do Easter services. Explain. At least non-denom churches okay. type thing. I've never been to a non-denom. Well, maybe in Cuba. I think we probably did when we were in Cuba. Okay. But... um. Yeah, I mean, I've grown up Wells yeah. Lutheran my whole so life. Is so is like a Lutheran service the same as any other service pretty much? No. Or how is it different? Is it a different liturgy or how is it it's different? It's definitely more, especially like the Easter service, uh, the ones I grew up in, um, they have like trumpets and like real trumpets. Oh, wow. Like uh, one, for one, it's full. <laughs> a church <laughs> is full. That's different. Um, <laughs> but like the music is is like what I like about the Easter service is they usually pick hymns and songs mm. that everybody knows mm. and they know them because everyone loves them. Yeah. What frustrates me about church in general and um, at least where like the church I was in is they almost like there was like one or two decent hymns 
usually in a normal well service, there's like three hymns. Mm -hmm. And usually like one of them is like a good one that people know. And the other two are like, they're trying to just like make it through all 500 hymns throughout the calendar year. Mm. And they're just like punching these hymns into your face of like, the melody is no good. Nobody knows the tune or the words. It's not fun to sing along to. And people are like all out of pitch because yeah. it's, we've never, we never sing it. We sing it once every two years exactly. or something. You're and it's guess no it, fun. It goes. But like when you're in Easter service, it's like, I know that my redeemer lives. And everyone's like, yeah, you know, I know this one. Um, That's fun. And uh, so there's definitely like so much, like you can feel the joy yeah, in the more presence. And yeah. it's like, it's like bright. All the colors are like mm-hmm. white and it's just jo- jovial. Jovial. Is that the word? That's a word. It's jovial. That is, it's a good word. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so coming from like a staff guy that's been on staff at churches mm-hmm. this week, it tends to be exhausting, um, especially like creative directors and worship pastors and stuff like that. Because you try to do everything and like make it the coolest, most unique experience mm. out of anything. And so your service structure is totally different. Uh. You you have the most elaborate worship teams. You do mm. have the flashiest videos. You try to do new things with your lights, light uh. shows, everything. Like, so it's it, like you wow. try to put on the biggest and best show. It's a show, yeah. It's a show. And so, and it's always... You try to do the best one yeah. for Easter, and uh, and and I don't like that. Yeah. No, the frustrating part is that like, like the reason is is because we're gonna have visitors there, mm-hmm. and we want we want them to see that church is a great, cool place and yeah. fun, and then they'll come back next week. The problem is, and then they'll, they'll come back what? next week. <laughs> this isn't like it was last <laughs> week. All and the lights are in the trash <laughs> bin outside. <laughs> That's right. And and generally the week after Easter is such a dud because everybody's burnt out from yeah, the Easter week. Makes total sense. So you've used up all your volunteers, so you don't have any volunteers, so you yeah. just have like your your C team Skeleton worship crew. team up there. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um and so yeah, so I'm trying not to do that. So yeah. I'm trying to make it all manageable and make it look look like a regular service but still have the excitement of Easter. Yeah. I think that's good. And I think the excitement of Easter is natural. Like, I don't think you have to do much to make it feel like that's, that's like manipulate. Like I don't want to manipulate to be you to be excited. Mm, um, yeah. It should feel organic. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I did get that from my church services growing up. Yeah. And the, I should say the layout of the service was the same. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't change everything. It wasn't like, yeah. which church is this? Like, yeah. where am I? It was like, it was just like, um, upbeat, fun yeah. hymns that everybody knew. Yeah, you know, somebody would play trumpet up in the upstairs. Man, and I want like, a trum- we gotta get a trumpet, dude. It's so fun. Where would they? They would like go in the balcony or something. Yeah, and in the play trumpet and play trumpet. Yeah, during the worship. Yeah, like with the hymns. Yeah, the oh, songs, awesome. good stuff. Yeah, and people are just like belting it. So it's like Jesus is alive. This is what's up. Like everyone's yeah. just like happy. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, but the the layout is like the same. Yeah, yeah. At one of the churches that I grew up in, we'd have a bagpiper playing Amazing Grace out in the parking lot. That was I've pretty I've never cool. seen a bagpipe player in real life. Really? Only on videos. Or like they all TV. live in Maine. <laughs> they all live in Maine. That's why we've never seen them. <laughs> that's why we've never seen them. That's also where the, like, what is, no, I can't remember the name of it. What's that, like, Mega Shark? Oh, 
I don't yeah, know. I don't know. That like monster shark lives yeah. off the coast of Maine. And also so like in real life? No, I'm saying because nobody's oh. ever seen it. <laughs> Uh, we lost each other here. Let's bring, let's bring it back. I thought there was actually like a monster shark out there I can't that I didn't think know of the about. Name. I wanted to say like Megalodon. That might even be. Oh, it. that could be it. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I doubt that myself too much. With isn't there? There's that movie Megan. Is that Megan? Megan? Isn't that a shark movie? No, it's not. No, no, it's what not. What is that? Megan, like the recent one. I don't know. Is there a new movie called Megan? Yeah, it's a new <laughs> horror movie. There's a new horror movie like within the last year called Megan, and it's actually related to AI. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Do you I know what it's about? ChatGPT. What? This mom. Not a shark, I'll take I've never seen it. I just saw uh, previews. But uh, the, this mom like develops this like life-size doll for her daughter to be her friend. Oh, it's that one? Yeah, to be her friend. And she mm. like basically ends up like... I don't, it's a family podcast basically, mm. but offing anybody things. who doesn't, who mm. like threatens her daughter, mm-hmm. like finishes them. And lives. And then, uh, yeah. And then I think, I think basically the plot is like by the end, like her mom who designed the doll thing is like worried for her daughter's safety, but her, the robot was designed to keep her safe. Yeah. So now her mom's even a threat to her oh, daughter. Yeah. So like, I think that's probably like how it ends again. I didn't see it, but. Wow. It's actually seemed very intriguing, mm. um, but I rarely, I rarely dabble in the horror movie yeah. realm. Man, it all starts with writing Easter poems, <laughs> and then, then all technology, sudden, and all of a sudden you're making robots to protect your kids. People are disappearing. Yeah, man, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> I have, so I've, I'm, I was a pastor's kid growing up. PK. PK. I was a missionary kid before that. MK. MK. That's playing right. playing Mario Kart, DK. That's, that's right. Yep. And so I grew, I've grown up in church culture. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know what he's looking at. The Columbia sign is a swastika, bro. No, it's not. <laughs> Isn't it? Tell I mean, me it's not. There's, there's, there's similarities uh-huh. I can see. <laughs> It's definitely like in there. It's gonna fold that over. <laughs> I was like, why does that like? I mean, why o- would you make your logo that day? similar? It's too close. That's, it's too it's similar. It's too close. I might look at who started that company. <laughs> was it Colombia or Germany? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm sorry, my anyway. my, my ADHD brain is just like we have lost all focus. What were we Mark's talking wearing about? Wearing an offensive symbol on his chest. <laughs> no, you definitely. He's definitely not. No, it's just Columbia. It's just it's the Columbia. Just the name brand. Um, so I grew up in church culture. Um, so I I've just always been behind the curtain, if you will. What's it? What this is a weird question, but what is like Holy Week like for like a normal person? Um, annoying. Yeah, you got to go to church more. <laughs> as a kid, and you have least, to as a child, like a teenager and stuff too. It's like uh, we would have Wednesday Lenten services every mm-hmm. week during Lent. During Lent, yeah. So you're like, oh, I gotta go to church twice a week now. Oh, man. My parents are gonna be upset. 
But it was cool because at least we had Lenten dinners that were free for oh, people nice. that were into church. Yeah. Afterwards, they would have a gathering and dinner would be served to everybody. Yeah. So I was like, well, at least you got a free meal out of it. Mm. But when you're a teenager, most of your meals are free because you have parents it's, it's true. that feed you, hopefully. So <laughs> it wasn't as big of a, 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 a boost. But like nowadays, I'd be like, oh, we're going on Wednesday for this free food, baby. <laughs> Um, I was joking a little bit about the annoyance, but, uh, it's definitely, I think it brings you back to, or it gets you out of the cycle of monotony, which is mm, good yeah. because you can go to church every Sunday for, you know, six months and you're kind of just going through the motions. Yeah. Um, and that happens. It's not a good thing, but it happens. And then when Holy week comes around, you're like, Oh snap, good Friday and Easter. Like it, it almost forces a reflection, mm. which I think is not force in a negative way, in a positive way. Like it takes you to a different part of your spiritual brain mm-hmm. and be like, oh, that's right. Like this is why mm. we do all these things. And this is why we believe what we believe. And this is why it's so important. Like it brings back the yeah. the importance of it all. Yeah. Um, and it is a little bit of a bummer that it's like once or twice a year. I think Christmas and Easter do that. Mm. Christmas, um, you're just like, oh man, yeah, like this yeah. is what it's about. Yeah. And then same thing with Good Friday and Easter. You're like, yeah, yeah. this is what it's about. Yeah. But um, maybe it wouldn't work if we did it more often because mm. it's kind of like um, less is more sometimes. Yeah. Um, so if that was every week, you know, of like boom, 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 it wouldn't hold as much weight again holding weight sometimes sounds negative but i'm yeah. i really am talking in a positive light of like yeah. it's good reflection and good yeah. contemplation and remembering why we believe what we believe yeah and i think so so and i think that's part of my struggle with it is so i i understand that and i understand the value of having those moments where we're refocused and reengaged mm-hmm. um but if like if Easter Sunday is the way it the best it could be, like, shouldn't we do that every week? Like, shouldn't that shouldn't that be what Sundays are? Mm-hmm. And I get that it might lose its flavor or yeah. how special it is. Yeah. Um, um. But but I think there's I think there's value in having that regular um, reminder of what it's about. I I would just because this is on the top of my head right now. I I feel like because every Sunday feels so similar, it's like saying the Lord's prayer. Mm. Like you can say the Lord's prayer while you're doing six other things. Yeah. At least I can at this point. Cause we've said it since I was a kid. Yeah. Like there's no thought process in it unless I intentionally think about it. Mm. And Easter and Christmas is, is essentially the same thing as, Oh, I should like think about every think word about of the Lord's prayer as I'm saying, instead mm. of just thinking it. Whereas every other Sunday is just, yeah. you know, singing the same hymn again hearing a, a new message with a, with a different joke. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's all those things that is you can go into autopilot and be thinking about your whole week totally. and what happened last week and what you're doing this week while the whole service is going on. Yeah. And that's, what's going on in your head, except during usually Easter and Christmas mm-hmm. or like if there's some unique twist and yeah. the tough part is that's just, in my opinion, that's just modern humanity mm. is like we're so easily distractible our attention span is short um it's like a modern problem i would yeah. say because you shouldn't have to 
put on a circus act, like yeah. a show um, to entertain people every Sunday in a new way so that you have their attention. Yeah. That's not really fair and it shouldn't be, mm-hmm. but I do feel like that's part of what the situa- the situation is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where like, so, and, and so from a pastor's perspective, like that's where you wrestle with, is it my job to entertain? Is it my job to get their attention? Or is it my job to communicate and trust the Holy Spirit to do what, right. what they do? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So that's, so that's where, that's where the tension is. Um, but yeah, I've, I've always, I've always been curious about like, even like we called them creasters growing up. A okay. lot of people just, people Christmas just go to Christmas and Easter. and Easter. Some people call them CEOs, Christmas, Easter only. Yeah. So like the people that like adamantly go to church on Christmas and Easter, but no other time throughout the year. Like I've always wondered what are, what is that motivation there? Is it just, is it a tradition? Is it mm. guilt? Is it a, a, a genuine, genuine, I want to go to church. Like, I, I don't know. I've always, I've always been curious about that. Yeah. I've, I wonder about that too. Um, and I don't know, because I've obviously seen that yeah. growing up. But the way I was raised is like, you go to Sunday church every week unless yeah. you're sick yeah. or like something else. Or there's a huge snowstorm. You can't get out the driveway. Like you're gone. Yeah. You're just going. It was, But it's just like the gym too is once you're in that habit, yeah. like it feels weird if you don't do it. Yeah. Um, but for people who don't do it, it's hard to get into that habit. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Um, if their habit is twice a year. That's just, yeah, yeah, I think it's habitual probably. And, and, I mean, I get it. I mean, there's, that's, everybody's in a different place in their spiritual journey. And um, and I'm ecstatic for the people that come on Christmas yeah. and Easter. That's, that's awesome great. that they come. Um, so, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited for Easter. Yeah. And Good Friday. I think yeah. Good Friday gets a bad rap. But <laughs> Good Friday has... Good Friday gets has, a bad rap. Uh, yeah. I mean, for years, the church has focused so much on... Um, like being like it, it feels, I don't know, at least the good Friday services that I've been a part of, it feels like a funeral mm. and I'm just, I could get it like Jesus died on the cross. That's the reason for it. But there's so much beauty in good Friday, yeah. <laughs> like, like the example of love and grace and compassion that was shown on us on Friday yeah. um, is profound. And I yeah. mean, and it should, it should leave us hope filled and uh, life given um not just somber and sad and yeah um there's a place for that too but yeah 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 i was bummed when they got rid of this like huge sound machine that they had for our black or black friday (laughs) good friday (laughs) it feels the same (laughs) it It is feel like a black the amount of times those two get confused yeah yeah good friday (laughs) um we so, I mean, getting good deals is really good. Good like, deals. Like, is that's really a good, good Friday, too. It's a good Black Friday. <laughs> and there's a Black Good Friday. Um, <laughs> when I was a kid at our church, we would do like the whole um, like passion of the Christ, essentially, like Garden of Gethsemane, like the Rooster Crows, mm. all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and one of the things was, you know, the curtain rips. Yeah. Um, and there's like this huge like sound, like mm. noise, like rattling, like thunder, all this stuff. Yeah. And they had, I think they used to use like a tin sheet or like aluminum or something. Mm. And they would put a speaker by it and like shake it. And it would yeah. be like, rrr, 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 like super loud yeah. and like almost scary. 
but like it was, you could like feel the presence of it. You're yeah. like, oh wow, like this is real. Like yeah. trying to kind of put you in the mindset of where yeah. they were that day. Um, and then I think because the church I grew up at, like the median age, at least when I was there, of uh, attenders was like 65, and I was and I was a teenager, and I didn't bring it down. <laughs> Cause there's a strong, <laughs> strong 65 to 95 group. That's like two thirds of the congregation. And uh, I think people were like this. It's too loud. It's too, loud. It's too aggressive. If you, I can't, I can't, it's too loud. <laughs> and so they got rid of it and they switched um, to cardstock. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't remember if they did like a, they just like did a push button YouTube oh, yeah. sound thing. That was a lot quieter. <laughs> Unfortunate when the ad comes up. Yeah. <laughs> One person ruins it for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> the Burger King one. Yeah. And then the Rooster Crowed. Oh, man. What are you having for dinner tonight? Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So it's a, it's a busy week, but it's a, it's a good week. Yeah. Good week. It's good. And so what we do, we do, um, Palm Sunday, Easter Sunday, and then Great Commission Sunday. So the Sunday after Easter for us is always Great Commission Sunday. Okay. And we, we focus on the Great Commission where we're called to go and make disciples mm-hmm. um, and go out and we highlight our missionaries and things like that. So we try to make all three of those Sundays special Sundays. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Easter is the biggest. Yeah. Um, and the most participation. But yeah. Um, yeah. It's Holy Week. Yeah. It's those Holy poor, Week. Those poor surrounding Sundays. It's like that kid who has a birthday right by Christmas. Right. I just missed it. It's like, uh, your birthday is Commission Sunday. Um, <laughs> so everyone's going to be caring about Easter. Yeah. But there's not going to be a lot of people at your party. You, but nobody's coming to your party. <laughs> nobody's coming to your party. And everyone's getting you a gift for Christmas. <laughs> and they're going to say it's your birthday gift. Shreen's actually been t- t- talking to me about that because we're talking about baby number two. Hey-o. Just like potential and all that stuff. And uh, what is it? So if if we would have get pregnant soon, she's like, no, because then it's going to be a January baby. Mm. And I was like, so? She's like, well, it's going to be cold and everyone's going to be sick and it's going to be too close to Christmas and all these things. I'm like, you just don't. You're just not ready. Like, There's a lot of reasons. These are, in my opinion, silly reasons. Yeah, they're not good reasons. Yeah. Love but, you, Shreen. Yeah. <laughs> I was, uh, when, so, uh, the, the, I think I told you this crazy part is when we got Annabelle, we were talking about having another baby. Oh, I don't think you mentioned that. Oh, well, we were like, we were like planning on it. Like we were going to yeah. start trying to have a baby. And then we got the call. We're like, wow. oh, let's bump the brakes. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, my thing was always let's, let's have a baby like November, December time. Mm. So that you get the tax benefits for that year. <laughs> you, get, you get the tax benefits That's for that funny. year. That is pretty funny. And uh, great. And everybody's happy. Yeah, there you go. My, uh, my brother Ben's November. Oh, yeah. I was just thinking this morning, I don't know why, about all of my siblings and parents' birthdays. And I always had to memorize. And then there were a couple this morning. And I was like, wait, which day is it? And it was oh, yeah. bothering me. Because I have six siblings and yeah. my mom and my dad. So that's eight right there. And then a couple nephews that I'm the godfather of. Mm. So it's like, and then Shireen, September 5th. I don't know. September 5th. Is it September 5th? Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. Mm. And it's 1992. I am younger than her. Ew. By half a year. She's robbing the cradle. She really is. She's um, got youth. Yeah, <laughs> I'm giving her youth. <laughs> giving her youth. 
I I struggle with this is gonna sound terrible. I struggle with remembering my kids' birthdays. Mm. Like like oh, like leading up. To, it's never like I've, I'm gonna ever forget their birthday. But like forms and stuff are hard. Mm. Like because they all they're also that's why I got them tattooed. You know I got them. Tattooed. Oh my! So I have cheer. I have my anniversary and my kids' birthdays. All of mine to have do that. I'll have Annabelle's and <laughs> I didn't added there. It's so handy when you're filling yeah. out forms. I I bet. But like anniversary is 10, 17, 15. There you go. Sophia is 9, 18, 16. Mm-hmm. And Titus is 10, 15, 18. So they're all like right around there. Yeah. So it gets confusing. Yeah, there's a lot of teens in there's there. There's a lot of teens. I'd get, I'd get confused too. So it's hard remembering all those dates. Yeah. Life's hard. Life. <laughs> Don't do it alone. I did have a, a little bit of a breakthrough recently. Let me hear it. I was thinking about you know, what's the purpose of life and stuff? Wow. It's pretty deep. That is deep. About as deep as it gets. Yeah. Did you figure it out? Um, no. <laughs> but uh, a couple of things. So I recently went through like a pretty severe, like depressive episode again. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's weird because now I feel fine. I would say I actually feel good. Like I'm not just putting on a face for the podcast like i feel happy yeah. today i'm in a good mood all these and like a matter of and and when i feel like this yeah. it genuinely is like i'm a different person mm. and i don't know if it's i mean it probably is like the hormonal dopamine whatever's going on in your brain but um when i feel like this which i have before um i'm like oh that'll never happen again mm. because i feel good yeah so i'm like i'll never be depressed again yeah. be happy now yeah um but then i came back like was that yesterday or Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. Like Monday and Tuesday was rough. And then um ended up talking to Ben on the phone for a while. Yeah. And like I got to the point where I was able to like kind of get out all of the stress and struggles and stuff that I was feeling. It's awesome. That a lot of times we're not able to do because we don't want to burden people yeah. or we don't think we have anybody that'll listen, stuff like that. But um I got a lot of it off my chest and I felt a lot better and one big thing that he said that helped me a lot was your dream can change. Mm. Like, wow. Like you don't like for you, like, let's say you were just like, man, I can't do this pastor thing anymore, mm-hmm. but it was your dream forever. Right. Since you were a kid and you saw your dad and your brother and stuff like that. And then if you really dug deep, you maybe you found out like the source of my stress and struggling and is that I'm not, what I should doing, what I should be doing. Mm. It's okay for your dream to change. Mm. Like you could hang up your coat, hang up your hat, go do something different. Yeah. Like you're, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. You're, we're still young. Like we could do three more careers, you know? Yeah. And I think just coming to terms with that of mm. being a possibility, yeah. like took a big load off. Totally. Of like, Oh, I'm not like forced to do mm. what I really, really wanted to do three years ago. Mm. does that make sense totally and i was like man i like it was a little bit, little bit of freedom there yeah like a deep breath like a sigh like oh like i could i, yeah. don't, I don't plan on it right now because that is the mentality yeah like, like i'm stuck here i'm doing this i'm yeah. i'm committed to this for the rest of my yeah. life well like could you imagine like like a musician like ed sheeran or something who's just yeah. like a huge music or taylor swift or something yeah. like that and they're just like, this is the source of all the bad things in my life. Yeah. But they feel like, well, I can't not do this anymore because this is all 
that I've ever worked on. Mm. Like, but they could. Yeah. Anybody could. Yeah. They um, could get a job at Home Depot or something. Seriously, right? They probably have enough money. They'd be fine. Yeah. Um, buy a couple of Home Depots. Yeah, buy a couple <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, so that helped me a lot. And then. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, that's that's like seriously freeing, right? To, uh, and and, and I never put it in those thoughts before, so yeah. that was great. Yeah. And so then, to, when if when and if you come to that term of this is what I'm doing, it's mm-hmm. not I'm doing this because I have to, but rather I'm doing this because I want right. to. Right. And it can be the same day. No, it can be the same stuff you're doing every single day, yeah. but your perspective on it of is like I have to do this. I have no choice. It's I'm forced to. Whatever yeah. is exhausting, draining, takes your energy. You're lethargic. You're sad. You're angry, bitter. All those things. Versus, yeah. I don't have to do this. But I get to yeah. I have the opportunity to. And it's like, oh, cool. Like this is a good thing now. Yeah. So just that perspective flip is is awesome. Yeah, that's huge. Um, and then another thing that was huge for me, like. I almost got choked up saying it is I never really took a step back and like looked at what I've done so far and gave myself credit because um, if I would rewind three years Mm. and I was like, my dream is to start a gym. My dream is to impact people's lives, hopefully change people's lives in a good way. And then ultimately get to like, like a hundred gym members. Like those are my three main things. Mm. I opened a gym. I've had at least probably 30 people tell me I changed their life oh, yeah. in a positive way, whether it's personally or through letters or things like that, which means there are probably actually more who just didn't say anything. Mm. But those people, like, it means a lot when they actually tell me. Like, yeah. that's heavy and really awesome. Um, and we recently, like, we've been flirting with 100 members. Mm. I've got like 102, and then people leave. It's been like 90, whatever. But I hit all the things yeah. that three years ago, Pete was like, this is my dream. Yeah. And like I never if you accomplish this. Yeah, exactly. You're doing it. But I'm so into the day to day. Like mm-hmm. you have to do this. You have to do this. You have to do this. That I never once was like, dude, you are living your dream right now. Mm-hmm. And it like hit me like a, like a wave of like, I couldn't even, I never, Mm. took a second to be like, dude, you're actually, you're doing it. Yeah. Like you own your own gym, yeah. changing people's lives. Like you're, you got the membership that you wanted, Yeah. but we keep always pushing the ceiling higher, 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 higher. Yeah. And it's always more money, more, whatever, more, 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 more that I'm like, I'm currently doing it. Mm-hmm. I know I said that like 10 times already, but yeah. like I never patted myself on the back. Never was like Pete, whoa like and then that goes back to kind of the perspective of it of your day-to-day life of the grind the grind more 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 versus dude i'm living my dream and that dream can change yeah it doesn't have to be what it was three years your goals like your goals can change too like they they should they can i mean but like so so a goal when I came to the church was to have a certain amount in attendance. Um, that's not a goal for me anymore. And I mm-hmm. think that's okay. Personally. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Is there like part of your ego? That's like Mark, it really should be part of our goal. That's like nagging you or are you okay with completely releasing that being a goal and focusing on something else? Um, again, my struggle is like, there's part of me that's like, Mark, it should be a goal because everybody says it should be a yeah, goal. Yeah, that's kind of what I mean. Like yeah. I assumed that that was part of it. 
Yeah. Which is annoying. It's super annoying. Because you want to be able to completely, like, if you're fine with it not being a goal, yeah, it would be nice to just completely detach from that. Yeah. But I assume that there's still that little voice being like, you should really make this one of your priorities. Yeah, totally. Because again, like, because that's what other people think. Yeah. That's what other, that's how other people will view me as successful is yeah. if I match their goals. Right. Um, yeah. And that sucks. Cause it's, it's, it, that's a constant thing of like, I mean, it just happened the other day. Someone asked me, so what are you guys at? And like, I have to like phrase it and like reform the question as to like, that's not what I'm prioritizing. I'm mm-hmm. not prioritizing our attendance. Like that's not, that's not my goal. That's not mm-hmm. my metric. Um, um, and and it's just it's different and it's hard to it's hard to be confident in your goals rather than just taking the goals of other people but i mean when you have good goals good solid goals for what you're trying to accomplish it mm. accomplish i mean you have to have those times of review where you're like did i how did mm. i do yeah and you're killing it man thanks man I you're killing that. it it's it's just I think most people don't stop and give themselves credit. Mm-hmm. Anybody, most people don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we also forget what, where we were and what we wanted to do five years ago yeah, or even two years ago or whatever, you know, in the past. Mm-hmm. And then like, okay, well, what would, you know, 20 year old Pete think about 29 year old Pete? Mm. Like you're living right by your family. You've seen them all the time. You got a beautiful wife and a kid. Mm. That's phenomenal. And you own your own gym with like uh, close to a hundred members. Yeah. Like what? You've made it, man. Why are you sad? <laughs> mm. Why? There's no reason to be sad. Right. Uh, and it's just, yeah, I think just like checking in on your goals and, mm-hmm. and, you know, auditing how you've been doing. Yeah. I think it's also important to go back and be like, which is kind of similar, but also different going back to past your past self. Yeah. And be like, what would they think of where I'm at right now? Yeah. A lot of people, I think that your younger self would be more proud of where you are today Mm. than you're giving yourself credit for. Yeah. Like even you just saying like right now, my goal isn't attendance. It's like, I feel like past Mark would be really proud of you. Like, wow, you can say that? For even like getting there, right? And like making that your not your priority anymore. Like that's, I think that's a big step. Yeah. I also had another thought that I want to say before I forget it on that point. And this relates to a lot of stuff, but people asking you like, how's attendance doing? Yeah. I also think that that, that puts a lot of like pressure on you and stress on you for like answering that. And it probably annoys you and bothers you. I don't think that those people asking the majority of them actually really probably care. Yeah. And they're they're probably, it's, it's, it's almost just like, Hey, where are you going to college? Totally. You know, or like, how's work going? And the problem is, in my opinion, that you then take the weight of that question and feel like people care. Yeah. When if you back up, they don't care. (laughs) They're asking that question to fill up conversation. Yeah. It's like saying, how are the kids? Oh, how many people are, how's, how's people ask me the same thing? How's the gym going? Yeah. And you want to give them the, oh, it's successful. And it's, you know, all these metrics, like you mentioned. They don't actually care, first of all. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah. But now we're putting weight on ourselves, on our ego, yeah. stress of like, oh, all these people care about these metrics in my life. So now I need to make that a priority, even though they didn't care in the first they place. They don't care. Yeah. So it's like it's all messed up. <laughs> like 
if they didn't ask, they just asked something else, like, "Hey, how you been? Like, tell me what's going on with you." Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, I don't care about what 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 are your goals? Are you working towards them? Like yeah. that way, which is what they actually probably care about." Yeah, you know, most people. Yeah, does that make sense? Totally. Yeah, totally. And I mean, and I know what what they're trying to communicate is just like, "How's the church going? Yeah, is it is is it going well? Yeah, is it a healthy church? Yeah." Um, and uh, yeah. You're right, but I take it to mean so much more. I do too, and I, yeah. it, its perspective becomes reality. Mm-hmm. So you perceive that they meant it as they care about it. So now your reality is everybody cares about how many people are attending church. Yeah, when that might not be a reality at all. Yeah, which is wild. Yeah, brains are weird, dude. And it the thing is, so we can even power. talk about this. We can talk about this and realize it's a thing. Yeah. And it doesn't even, it almost doesn't even matter. <laughs> tonight when someone asks me how many people are at church. I'm like, mm. Yeah. 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 Dude, that's so weird. Yeah. I keep wanting to like touch my nose to this. <laughs> Cause it's soft. Yeah. It's really soft. Keeps tickling my beard hairs. <laughs> I hope the, did you test it for the pops? No, I didn't. At all? I'm just did wondering. We test it and you want to test it? Well, do you have the headphones? I do. Plugged in. <laughs> just, I, I'm just curious right now. So it's just some pop. pop. Oh no, that's good. Is it okay? Is it? Yeah, no, that okay. you can't hear. It. I was just wondering how comparable it is. Sibilance. Sibilance. That's amazing. Oh, I'm glad. Yeah. Okay, cool. They seem to be working well. Cool. What I'm curious about is like how much noise these make when we move them. Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Oh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll We're see. still learning. We got till episode 21. We got till episode 21. At, at a minimum. So our goal is like 22. And yeah, then like, 22 and then we're we'll done. see what happens after that. And we're done. We don't have a brand deal with like <laughs> Columbia. I'm sure. I think, I think that one's gone. I think Columbia will be reaching out to us. Maybe not. Maybe to redesign their logo. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Every time I like, we upload the podcast, it asks for like, what season is it? What season? Yeah. Oh, a season of the, of the podcast. Yeah. I don't know. Podcast had seasons. Apparently they do. Okay. Well, when does season one end? I don't know. <laughs> Keep going. Whatever we want. Yeah. I didn't know if it was like a year or themes. Are we doing themes per season? I don't know. When does summer start? Um, June (laughs) 20. Change with the seasons. Yeah, I guess. Like an actual (laughs) season. Four seasons. That makes sense. I don't know. know. There's also the other thing we should do. This doesn't need to be on the podcast, but um, uh, is there's an option to do a trailer. I don't know what we'd do for a trailer. Would we just like cut clips of different episodes? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. And then, I figured it would just be like us talking about like, what what is a work in progress? What do we what do we talk about? Oh, sure. For like two minutes. Yeah, that works I don't know too. How you summarize what we talk about, though? We talk about everything. Yeah. And nothing. I mean, and just today we've talked about. Yeah. Well, we touch on religion. Yeah. We touch on uh, like emotion. Yeah. Psychology. Yeah. Um, we touch on friendship, mm-hmm. we touch on fatherhood, mm-hmm. we touch on uh, careers, mm-hmm. um, family life, everything like comedy, mm-hmm. pop culture, music references, or movies. Mo- movies you haven't seen that you need to rewatch. <laughs> this list is getting bigger and bigger. We, so I'm just saying, <laughs> we covered You're already quite, 10 things. There's our trailer. <laughs> we got it. Listen for the next minute and a half a as to what we talk about. And if you're too lazy to watch the full length feature, follow us on Instagram and uh, TikTok and watch our clips of all the short, fun laughs and stuff. Yeah. Peter does a great job editing those shorts. So watch them. 
And Mine a quick guess. shout out to Jonas for always doing the audio. Jonas edits our audio every time. What's makes his last it sound name? good. Maldonado. Jonas Maldonado. Maldonado. So if there are any, p- 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 or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he's gonna know. Everyone just turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, Sounds yeah. about right. Well, I think that's a, I think that's plenty. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for watching and being a part. Um, if you guys don't mind, subscribe to yeah. YouTube. Oh, yeah. And like our stuff. Um, I mean, you don't have to actually like it. And if I could, hope you like it. But. And if you could share it, that's a huge help too. Yeah. Like if you do enjoy listening and this is helpful yeah. and you know anybody that you think it would be helpful for, please share it with them. Because that's uh, yeah. one of the biggest ways that we can grow is if you uh, share this yeah. and whatever platform you're watching it or listening to yeah. it on. That's huge and we'd be uh, extremely Very grateful. Helpful. If nothing else, at least to let us know uh, that we are doing something that people want to hear. Mm-hmm. Like when people like a video or share a video, it's, it's not just like a dopamine hit of, oh, people liked it. Yeah. It's like, oh, what we're saying resonates with people. Yeah, people can connect. Yeah, and if it doesn't, then we can save on electricity and just not plug in anything. Yeah, we just won't. And yeah, just talk. We'll just talk. Like we used to. <laughs> still sit in these chairs. Right, these chairs. The conversation still. <laughs> we just don't tell anybody that we stopped recording them and we just keep everything set up. <laughs> feel like the Truman show kind of thing. That's right. Yeah. But it is right. So like we have, uh, we have one of our shorts is talking about like waking your dad up. Oh yeah. Um, and like it, it resonated with a lot of people and yeah. like, it was crazy. Like that was this experience that I thought that I just had of my dad. Right. And then you connect and I was like, Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. And now a bunch of other people are like, yeah, no, it's like 500,000 people watched it on Instagram, yeah. which is nuts. It's nuts. And then there's like a hundred views on everything else. Yeah. <laughs> But that one. Yeah, but that one. <laughs> that one. It's pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Participate with us. We love having you um, go on this journey with us. Sweet. Sweet. Love you guys. Have an awesome day and stuff. Bye. And stuff. Bye. Bye.